Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. I'm Lynn Charles, and we're so glad she could join us. Before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord. We just thank you for the countless joys, Lord, that you give us, Lord. And we just thank you that we have the ability to be happy and joyful in your presence, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord, who gives us all the fruits of the Spirit, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that she gave us your Holy Spirit, Lord, without cost, Lord, but she gave it to us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for those that are around us, Lord, and what you're doing in their lives, Lord. And we just thank you for the people, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we get into the Word and continue our study in the book of Ephesians. We are in chapter 4, and we are continuing our discussion on verses 1 through 6. So if you are joining us for the first time and or rejoining us, I'd like to encourage you to pause the episode read that section of scripture just to make it easier to follow along in the discussion for for everyone that's that's here and involved amen amen Amen. we don't want you to miss out on anything so at this time we are opening the floor to give each and every one of you the opportunity to share what holy spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have so who would like to begin I would. All right, LaCharles. Well, there was a few things that the Lord was talking to me about. The first being that we've seen inside the first verse where Paul is talking about how we have to walk worthy of the calling. Um, And it seems a bit random when compared to everything else that he's talking about inside of this um, section. But we see here that Paul is talking about walking inside of what the Lord has for us. And we see inside of Romans um, chapter 8, he says many... Um, are called but few are chosen meaning that there are many people who are called to do something but there are few people who are actually willing to set aside their own will their own thoughts and go do it um mommy that's something and you dad tell us often is that the lord may give us something but ultimately the choice is ours are we going to walk in what the lord called us to do and do what he told us to do or are we going to do our own thing mm-hmm. and that's something very important in unity um because unity denotes that we're all working together as and as one person, meaning that we're all going together at the same pace and doing the same things, not as carbon copies, but walking um, all but like in a parade. If you look at parades, they normally have a block, block of people, and they tend to walk at the same pace, especially for military parades. They walk at the same pace. Everybody does. And you go to the beat, but... Here he's saying that as long as one person is trying to do is their, do their own thing, the one person stepping out of time, you can definitely notice, and you're no longer in unity, and that's something that's very important in um, our lives. It's not unity in what we want to do, and everybody just falls in line with us and the beat we set, but it's all what the Lord wants us to do. And most times, unity does not necessarily look at the way look the way we want it to look, meaning that it's not necessarily we're all doing the same things. We're all waving our hands at the same time, but we're all 
moving together as the Lord wills. There's some that he told, okay, I want you to go do this. We see that with the 12, he didn't send them all to the same city and they're all doing the same actions at the same time. But he sent them to individual place and gave them a mission. And that was unity inside of him. And then secondly, the, when we're talking about unity, we're talking about unity in the Lord. Um, doing what he wants instead of unity just for the sake of it. We see that when they were crucifying Jesus, the people pretty much all shouted with one accord. They were saying, release to us Barabbas. And they wanted Jesus done away with. And we see that furthermore when they're stoning Stephen where he said they all cried aloud with a loud voice and they ran at him with one accord and it was not the accord of God they were running at him with. Mm -hmm. Amen. And how with unity we're supposed to be united in what the Lord wants us to do. Not what our flesh says or what everybody thinks is the good idea because it's it never is. It never is the good idea when a whole bunch of people get together and the Lord's not in the mix. At the head. Um, uh, he meant to that. So four, uh, chapter 4, verse 3 says, keeping the unity of the spirit, not mm -hmm. unity of the mind, not unity of the body, not unity of your flesh, not unity of the church, unity of the spirit, meaning the or, Holy or Spirit. Or your will, not exactly, your will. Exactly. Holy Spirit is leading the parade, the charge, etc. He's calling all the shots. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mom, and something that you said reminded me of another thing that the Lord was telling me, that we also have to have unity in our own bodies. Mommy, you said, you talk often about how the spirit and the um, soul will rage against each other because they want to do different things. The soul mm -hmm. wants to do its own thing, but the spirit wants to do the things of God. Mm -hmm. So we're supposed to be buffeting our souls into submission, not allowing it to rage and mm -hmm. do whatever it wants to do. And we have to be united in what our body's doing. We're supposed to be subjugating everything to the Lord. It's not everything that's outside of me, but I'm not subjugating myself. That's mm -hmm. not how it works. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, let's understand that, right? The Lord has commanded us to do things, right, in Him. And He knows the, the reasons why He gave those tasks to those people, right? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. But if we're not in in alignment and agreement with him, right? Well, let's just, well, I'll give you this example. If we're not, if we're not in alignment and agreement with him, it shows up in our, in our daily walk, in our natural life, how we carry and conduct ourselves. So we use a family structure, right? Now we, as your parents, we give you chores and, and those things to do, right? And it's teaching yes. and there are lots of lessons that come as a result, but also it is, not just teaching you, you certain things, right? About how to carry and conduct yourself and how to accomplish the tasks. But there's also a, it contributes to the, the greater benefit of the family at large. Yes? yes. Yes. Now, if you know it's the right thing to do and that you have to do it, but you don't really want to do it and you sure don't want to do it in excellence because, well, that's just too difficult right now, right? Or whatever the reason is, does it not show up in the quality of said work? Yes. yes. Or whatever the, whatever the thing, the task, the, right, is. It absolutely shows up. And it, how can the rest of the body or family be blessed and benefited by that? Can't. Or does it impede unity? 
impedes unity. It impedes it. Absolutely. Because now someone else is going to go, well, they only put in this bare minimal amount of effort. So why do I have to contribute? Right? So we talked in the previous episode about being instruments of righteousness. Well, every choice and every decision I make is is doing one of two things. And and this is that's for Romans six actually. It's either bringing us as or yielding our our members as instruments of righteousness or unrighteousness. So so understanding those things in our lives, it's not just what we say, but also what we do. Everything, every choice, every decision has to be in alignment with the Lord and what His plan and His purpose is. Another example going along with to add to what you gave, is the children of Israel in the wilderness. And I know we use that example often, but let's let's look at that for, for a moment. And that's this the exa- same reason why there is, why common sense does not exist. Right? It, common sense absolutely doesn't exist. Everybody there, with the exception of Moses and Aaron and Joshua and Caleb, said, yeah, the spies came back and let's let's take the land. The Lord said he gave it to us. Let's go do it. Everyone else, or the common sense of the people, and they were all in one accord and in, in unity, said, no, let's stone these ones. Mm-hmm. Because these people are too great in the land. These people in the land are too great. We're grasshoppers in their sight. Contrary to what the Lord said. But they were all in, in unity. They were all in one accord. And how well did that work out? They all perished in the wilderness. They all perished in the wilderness. With the exception of Joshua and Caleb. Exactly. And mm-hmm. not because what Moses and Aaron did there was against the Lord. That came from a later time. Right? Where then he said, well, you can't, you both can't enter the land. Or they would have. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's yes. incumbent upon each of us to remain with the Lord in alignment with him and his plan. His purpose. Because... It matters not just for us to get that well done, but it also matters because we are, if you will, the Lord is our pattern example, but we are also setting an example for the others in the body. Even in a natural body, if one organ decides it, it's not going to function as it should, it impacts the whole rest of the body. Absolutely. In, in a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. So why would we, or as the, in the parade example that you gave, could you imagine if, well, you got two or three floats that are heading down in the parade and, and the fourth float says, oh, I'm just going to camp out right here. I've, I've gone one third of the distance. Did they not hold up the whole rest of the parade? Yes. yes. Is it really going to look as, if you will, I don't want to say glorious, but is it going to be this spectacular display that everybody had intended no no you're gonna say it was lacking and probably caused injury there were issues Mm -hmm. right so let's ensure that we are not a stumbling block and or putting a stumbling block in front of our brothers and sisters in the lord and Mm -hmm. the world who is watching us and reading us as an epistle of the lord amen and um, with Charles, you talk, both you and Charles and Dad talked about how 
that the unity has to be inside the Lord and the unity we have sought to realize the unity in the Lord is not everybody else under us and then they have to do what we say and then they can obey the Lord but they have to have each individual relationship with the Lord themselves and you can see that with that as you brought up the children of Israel how they're they're following each other into their own destruction and how because they didn't have an individual relationship with God, they couldn't individually say, no, that's wrong, and I'm not going to do that. Because in their own eyes, the Lord didn't matter. And we we can always see that when we don't have that perspective, as in that we don't think that we should have an individual relationship with the Lord, but we can have it through someone else, we'll always be led to the wrong way, and we'll always be sinning. Because to us, the Lord isn't fully alive. He just seems to be some abstract person that we, for some reason, and for some way, we owe our allegiance to. It's not an actual relationship. It's that you brought up in, a, I believe, another podcast talking about how that if I have to receive everything from you, from LeCharles, how will I take that relationship? I'll think it's fake and phony because it's not really there. Mm-hmm. You'd only have a relationship with that one person. And this example would be the Charles. But you're lacking the source or relationship with the source, right? But let's look at the structure that the Lord designed and in this particular aspect of it. So we're talking about unity and how we are to be united as one, right? Or the oneness with Christ. Okay? Yes. To his plan and his purpose. Romans 8, 13 and 14 says this. If for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body or the flesh, depending on your translation, you will live. For as and this is the key, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So again, it just reaffirms, reconfirms. What we are to be led by. It's not our own thoughts, ideas, wills, emotion, mind, any of those things. Our own desires, our own lusts. No. It is only by the Lord in alignment with his plans, his purpose, his covenant, which is also his will. That he's our God and we're his people. That we, if you will, come to him like a little child. How does a how does a little child respond and act with their parents? If you said it must be true. Not must it is true. Doesn't matter what a parent tells their child, it's true. And they stand on that with everything. They will debate other children because their parents said this is what it is. Now that doesn't take away from our responsibility to mature in the things of the Lord. Right? Yes. yes. We're, we're to grow. Um, in a previous episode, we, um, I believe it was Charles, might have been Promise. You, uh, you mentioned about doing specific things, right? Tasks that we were, we've been given. And honey, you mentioned this as well, right? Yes, we celebrate the little things. But at some point, there should have to be less words spoken. And I'll, in this example, right? If we just say, hey... It's time to get ready or get ready to leave. 
well then at some point in time we should move beyond having to go down this very systematic methodical itemized list of all the things you need to do to get ready right yes use the restroom brush your teeth or uh, yeah brush your teeth but use the restroom put on your shoes you know get socks to put on before your your sneakers right mm-hmm. yes right all these things get water get whatever it is that that is required for the journey that we're taking right at some point we should just be able to say hey let's get ready to leave and you already know all the things that are required and can carry them out mm-hmm. and it's not taking away from the first part that we were talking about with a little child because that's a demonstration of faith but so isn't the last part where all we have to say is because you've reached a level of maturity that you now go, oh, they said this. I know everything that's entailed within that. Okay? And then you yes. carry it out. That's still faith. You just have a new understanding. So, if you will, in that sense, less words have to be spoken for the same purpose because you already know what's required. But also, now, that parent can give you more revelation, deeper understanding concerning what is required of you because you see and understand things differently and you have demonstrated that faith in what, and I'm talking more specifically about our Heavenly Father, has told us, right? Yes. And you have demonstrated it in your obedience consistently. Okay? Yes, Dad. Yes, Dad. And if everyone's doing that, then that is unity. And you'll see how smoothly, when we actually, when we all apply this, how smoothly the body acts and functions, or the family moves to get to wherever the, they're headed to next, right? And an example I just gave of, we're getting ready to leave for a journey, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You see how smoothly those things go, but when one or two or everyone is, you know, is out of alignment or everyone's pulling in their own direction, Where's the unity? Where's the oneness? How are we all working together towards the same goal? It's an impossibility. We would not be. So understanding those things, what it looks like in the spiritual, but also how it it looks and impacts the natural. Yes, Dad. We're called to be one with the Lord, in a, a oneness with Him, in unity with Him. You know, if we go back here to um, Ephesians 4, right? He's talking about there's one God, one Father of all, who's above all, and in you all. Jesus was absolutely aware of his oneness with the Father. Mm-hmm. And so was Holy Spirit, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The Godhead is three in one. And... They are in one accord. Neither one is pulling in an opposite direction. Mm-hmm. How would that work out? That would be an impossibility. Mm-hmm. So, this is the, the Lord of all heaven and earth, all of creation. Again, as a pattern example for us. On how we should follow and work and move and interact how we should function and our role 
in line with the Godhead's plan. Yes, Dad. Yes, Dad. Yes, Dad. What else? That was it for me. Okay. Well, I know we're coming up on time, so let's pause there because, again, I know there's there's a lot. And um, uh, I want to thank each and everyone for, uh, I'll say, bearing with us, right? But just for opening your heart to hear what Holy Spirit has to say to each of us and, and to you, right? So we can all function as he's designed and accomplish what he has predestined for us to do in his plan, his purpose, his will, and the covenant for us. He's our God and we're his people. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 All right, well, let's, we're going to pause there for today. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, and we thank you for your love and your peace that you give us, Lord. We ask that you'll help us walk in unity with our brothers and sisters, Lord, that we'll accomplish all the tasks that you've laid before our feet today, God, that we'll do it in excellence, and that you'll be pleased with our work. Lord, we thank you for our partners and our listeners, Lord, that you are helping them as well, Lord, as you're helping us, Lord, and that we're all maturing in you, Lord, that you're giving us more wisdom and knowledge and understanding of who you are, God, and how you operate. So we thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.